Welcome to Conversations with Brianna, where we have real and raw conversations that will grow your mind, body, and soul, and help you become your healthiest and happiest self. So today I want to talk about change and whether or not you can change. Short answer is yes, you can change. I wholeheartedly believe that to be true based on what I know. I know there are a ton of different areas in which people are probably looking to change, and I won't speak on any areas that aren't my areas of expertise, but regardless, I genuinely do believe people can change in most, if not all, ways they desire. The thing with change, though, is that it does require work, and it's likely not going to be a very comfortable experience, but you absolutely can change. People reinvent themselves every day. So then the next question presumably would be, how? How can I change? Well, what do you want to change? You have to understand and have full awareness of what it is you're looking to change and in what way it is that you need to make a change. A lot of factors go into changing as a person, and I'm sure that there's a lot out there that I'm not even going to touch on in this podcast But through personal experience and education, I can confidently say that change comes from changing what's going on internally. So understand that so much of how you feel and what you do is based on your own perceptions, mindsets, and beliefs. What we tend to barely pay attention to plays such a big role in our actions, reactions, decisions, and how we show up in the world. And you know, we pick up on certain beliefs and perceptions all throughout life, and especially as children. Our life experiences, what we've seen, what we've heard, what we've been told, and how we internalize those create certain beliefs, and those beliefs go on to play out in how we experience and go through life. This is by no means the only aspect of making a change, but if you can change your beliefs, perceptions, and mindsets, that can take you so, so far. And the first major belief that you need to cultivate is the belief that you can change, which is why I decided to make a podcast on this, because just knowing that it's possible for you to change, I think is so empowering. I think that is like a a massive first step that not a whole lot of people talk about. So diving deeper into the realm of thoughts and beliefs and basically just neuroscience I remember listening to a podcast years back and hearing someone say, your thoughts aren't inherent truth, your thoughts are not you. And I couldn't really tell you why that rang a bell for me, but it really did. Maybe it was because of the age I was at the time and hadn't cultivated enough life experience to really understand that. And it's not that I didn't necessarily know that at all. But really, it was more so, you know, it's not just not something that I had thought about. It wasn't something I had really ever processed before. And it's, it's really interesting looking back now because now I am so aware of my thoughts through all the experiences that I've had since this moment and realizing how much the awareness of what's going on in your mind plays such a big role in being able to change or just how you show up in the world. So it's really hard for me to think back to how much I actually paid attention to all the thoughts going through my head on a day-to-day basis before then. 
But I remember hearing that. And at the time when I heard that, I was really struggling with wanting to be someone who had a bunch of willpower and I had goals around nutrition and fitness. And I really struggled to always eat in the way that was necessary for me to reach my goals. And so much plays into that whole situation, including just not quite doing the right things anyway, which did not set me up for success. But that's a podcast for another day. But I distinctly remember immediately using the notion that your thoughts aren't inherent truth to start to change how I was showing up. For example, you know, if I had a thought, oh, I really want cookies right now. Instead of that thought automatically leading to me going and grabbing cookies, I could sit there and realize that I'm having that thought instead of not necessarily being aware of the thought and then just instinctively acting upon it, but recognizing, having full awareness of the thought and being able to realize that that was just a thought. That, that's it. It was just something that floated through my head. It doesn't mean anything. It's not like I have this deep desire to go get the cookies right now and I need to listen to my body and that I could hear the thought, oh, I really want cookies right now, which was probably just a response to maybe stress or something else and not take that on as my truth. And I'm not using that as like the example of how you should be using this, but that was just my experience. That is what I automatically did after hearing this. And I think immediately it just became empowering to realize that your thoughts aren't truth, that that you can create separation between thoughts and yourself, and you can use that to change how you show up. So I think after hearing that, and just through other things that were coming into my world at the time, and diving more into, you know, my nutrition and fitness journey, and, and just personal development overall, um, I, I think I was paying more attention to my thoughts in general, for sure, and having a little bit more awareness around how my thoughts led to me feeling certain ways or doing certain things and having more of an ability to not react based off of thoughts. But about a year later, I wasn't even seeking this information out. But through whatever kind of content I was consuming or whatever I must have been reading about at the time, somehow I came across stuff all about neuroplasticity which I have always been fascinated by the human body and even more so the human brain. So I was definitely interested in that. So after I came across this information in whatever way I did, I started learning more about neuroplasticity and things like the think-feel-act cycle and basically learning that you can change your behavior based on changing what's going on in your mind. Neuroplasticity is a concept in neuroscience that basically has shown we can retrain our brain. We can change the composition and the chemistry by training new thoughts. And you can relate neuroplasticity to all sorts of things, but sticking with in the realm of thoughts, I just think that that's so empowering to know and understand. And then the think-feel-act cycle explains how the thoughts that go through your head create feelings, they invoke emotions, and those emotions lead to behavior. I really don't think it's quite that straightforward. Um, I think in general, big picture, that's a way to look at it to better understand kind of how we operate. But just realizing, you know, from a general standpoint that circumstances or situations 
can cause certain thoughts or certain feelings, you know, based off our own perceptions and beliefs, which perceptions and beliefs go hand in hand with thoughts and lead to us doing certain behaviors. That being said, thoughts can be habitual and the same can go for your actions as well. So again, it's it's not always just that straightforward, but big picture, you can kind of look at that's how we just tend to operate, right? So if you look at that, if you want to change how you react to something, the type of decisions that you make, the actions that you do, we can circle back and look at, we need to look at thoughts. If you can change your thoughts, you can change how you show up. So the major first step here is having awareness of your thoughts. How much attention do you even put on your thoughts right now? How aware are you of what's going on in between your ears? So start paying attention. Start listening to what's going on in your head throughout the day. You know, if you want to look more into and bring more awareness towards the thoughts that are going through your head, you know, you can journal, just free write, or answer a certain prompt and just see what comes out. You can meditate and not in meditating in the sense of, okay, I'm going to lay here and try to clear my brain, but more so you can just lay there and let whatever thoughts want to come out just float through and you can essentially just sit there and act as like a third party watcher, simply just watching whatever thoughts float through your head, go through your head just to bring simply bring awareness around what's going on in there. And then you can start to bring awareness around how it's making an impact in your life. We can't always see that. And that's where working with someone else, therapist, coach, you know, depending on what it is you're looking to work on, can be really helpful because we we for sure have blind spots to ourselves. But you can start to see where certain mindsets, beliefs, or certain thoughts can create certain feelings or can lead you to take a certain action. And I have like a science brain. I love data. I love being observational. So to me, that's just fun. I realize that may not be everybody, but it can definitely help you learn so much more about yourself and help you start to see put together, oh, I I do this because I feel this way. And it's because I believe this or I had this thought and that led to me doing this. So once you have the awareness of your thoughts, where do you go from there? Well, you can start to shift your thoughts. You can start to work on shifting your beliefs and opening up yourself to different perspectives, which you just can't do if you don't have awareness of your thoughts. So once you start cultivating more awareness, you can then recognize, okay, this thought, one, it could be, I didn't even know this thought was in there. I didn't even know I had this belief. Or it can be just simply recognizing, oh, okay, this thought or belief or perspective isn't serving me. So how can I shift into a thought perspective belief that does? You know, you can choose what you want to start believing. You can recognize that you have a certain thought and go, nope, I'm not taking that on as my truth. I'm believing this instead. But realize that thoughts are habitual because we have synapses in our brain that form connections. And the more that we have certain thoughts, the stronger those connections get. And that's basically like the brain's go-to because it's easier. It's more familiar. Brains love familiarity. Brains also don't like being wrong, which is why we have confirmation bias. So taking on different kinds of thoughts, beliefs, mindsets, what have you, that can take practice. Not always. Sometimes you can hear a different perspective 
and that automatically shifts your beliefs. But a lot of times it also takes practice. I, I like to use the analogy of paving a new dirt road. So let's say you're out in the country and there's this one road that clearly has been driven on for years. And so it's, it's a dirt road at this point. There's no grass. It's a clearly defined road. And that's the easy route because it's already clearly defined. It's what you're used to. It's what you know. One day you decide you don't want to go down that path anymore. You want to pave a new road for yourself. So you're going to drive through the grass. It's probably going to be a little uncomfortable. You're going through uncharted territory. You're probably going to experience resistance because your brain's not familiar with it. And especially if you only take that once, it's going to still be so much easier to take that other paved path. However, the more you start taking that new path through the grass and you stop taking the path that's clearly defined and didn't have any grass through it, the new path will start to be the one that the grass stops growing. That becomes the new clearly defined path, the one that you're more used to taking, the one that's easier for your brain to start going down. And as you stop taking that other path, the grass will start to grow on that and it starts to fade away. It weakens. And the new path is stronger. Neuroplasticity basically works in the same way. What you do more often will become stronger and what you don't is weaker. So just have the expectation and realization that sometimes if you just want to take on a new belief or think in a new way, sometimes those old habits and beliefs, like they'll probably still pop up and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're not doing anything right or that you can't change. So going back to confirmation bias, if you tell yourself something or if you have a certain belief, your brain is going to look for ways to confirm that. If you tell yourself you're not a healthy person, your brain is going to look for ways to confirm that. If you tell yourself you're not attractive, your brain's going to look for ways to confirm that. If you tell yourself that you're not the type of person who can live a healthy and fit lifestyle, your brain is going to look for ways to confirm that. But you can change your narrative. You can catch when you are telling yourself these things or when a certain belief is coming up and you can choose to change that. One of my favorite things to talk about is challenging your thoughts. Again, they're not, it's not truth. It's not inherent truth. And remind yourself of that. You know, you do not have to continue to live in the belief that you are X, Y, and Z. If being X, Y, and Z does not make you feel good, if it's not serving you in any kind of way, start looking for reasons that you are or can be whatever it is that you're looking to change to instead of why you're not. And neuroscience has shown that taking care of yourself through nutrition, exercise, sleep, and stress management does really help with the neuroplasticity process. It makes changing what's going on in your brain easier. So if you're looking to change what's going on in your brain, starting to prioritize those things will really help. So looking deeper into mindset, sometimes you really do have to actively pursue another mindset. Other times just hearing a different perspective just changes your mindset. But there are mindsets that are way more conducive to you changing and reaching whatever goals you may have than others. And if you want to dive more into this, you can look into research around a growth and a fixed mindset that I won't get into too much today. But a huge one is the belief that you can change. If you don't believe you can change, where do you think that's going to lead you? You got to start there. Realize that skills and traits can be cultivated. You aren't just stuck as who you are now. You know, if you don't think you're an intelligent person, intelligence can be cultivated. If you don't think you're good at endurance activities, endurance can be cultivated. If you don't think you're good at delaying gratification, that can be cultivated. You have to have the belief that you can do what you want to accomplish. So how can you start to see things in a new way? Challenge your thoughts. You know, when you mess up on something, 
Do you think, oh, I suck at this? Or do you think, okay, something clearly didn't work out here. What can I learn from this situation? You know, instead of focusing on eating healthier because you have to in order to get to your goals, focus on why you want to eat healthier. There are clearly reasons you want to get eat healthier. Otherwise, they wouldn't align with the goals that you have for yourself. You know, if you have a negative mindset about going to the gym, it's going to be a whole lot harder to consistently show up to the gym. So play around with that. Play around with how can you see things from a different perspective? How can you see things in a way that serve the goals that you have for yourself? And realize that identity plays into this. Okay, so like how you identify, how you see yourself, what you believe about yourself impacts your behaviors. And it's a feedback loop because your behaviors influence what you believe about yourself, how you view yourself. So if you can start to change what you believe about yourself, that can influence your behaviors. You can also start at just changing some of your behaviors and paying attention to that, right? So much of what we believe about ourselves and just our beliefs in general is what we're focusing on, what we're putting more attention to. If you pay more attention to the positive aspects of what you're doing, that can help feedback into viewing yourself in a more positive way. You know, if you look at your behaviors, let's say your goal is to do five workouts a week and you've been only consistently showing up three or four times a week. If you focus on the fact that you're not showing up one to two times a week, that can lead into the identity that you can't follow through, that you're not able to be successful in this way and whatever else might come with that. But if you focus on the fact that two months ago you weren't going to the gym at all and now you're going three times a week, three to four times a week consistently, what do you think you're going to believe about yourself then? Obviously, that doesn't mean completely disregard that you're not showing up fully to whatever you're setting your goals to. That's a whole other conversation. Or let's say you go out to eat and you get a pretty balanced meal, but then you end up getting dessert afterwards. If you focus on the fact that you didn't plan on getting dessert and that doesn't align with your goals and you got it, that could feed back into any beliefs you have around not being able to follow through, not having willpower, not being good enough, X, Y, Z. But if you focus on you had a balanced meal and there were so many things that you did not choose that would have been way more out of alignment with your goals than you would have in the past, that helps to cultivate a whole lot better beliefs about yourself. You got to look at the wins and you got to look at the progress that you're making. You cannot just focus on the negative. And I have completely taken a tangent here that I feel is a little unrelated and was can be a topic for another day. But just to reiterate, going back to the initial point, how you view yourself, your identity plays into your behaviors. Your behaviors also feed into your identity. So look at where you can start playing with both of those to help create better behaviors and an identity that better aligns with who you want to be. And P.S., you you can create your identity, right? It's not like when you were born, you were born with this set identity that can never be changed. No, that's not at all the truth. You can decide who you want to be. And then there's limiting beliefs. We have so many limiting beliefs. Oh my God, we have so many. And half the time, we don't even know that they're a limiting belief, which can make them hard to dismantle. And again, this is where working with someone else can be so helpful because they can help you see where your beliefs are limiting yourself, where your perception is holding you back and what belief or perception could serve you a whole lot better. But a limiting belief is, is any belief that is holding you back or not serving you in some way. And we have so many limiting beliefs. You know, I'll just use, I don't know why this is the first one that popped into my head, but you know, I've got some friends who are content creators and 
I remember one of my friends telling me she really need to rush and get out this piece of content because if she didn't post by, I don't know, I think it was maybe like 10 a.m. If I don't post by 10 a.m., then there's no point. So if you don't post your post by 10 a.m., there's no point in making the post. That's a limiting belief. If you don't believe you can change in any kind of way, that's a limiting belief. If your normal workout is about an hour and you don't have an hour and you only have 30 minutes available, but you don't do any exercise because you don't think it's worth it if you don't do the full thing, that's a limiting belief. So as you start to pay more attention to your thoughts and beliefs, notice where your own limiting beliefs are. And I'll say it again, challenge your thoughts. So look and see where you can start reframing things. If you change your perspective about something, see it in a new light or see it through a new lens, it impacts your decision and behaviors. Can you see eating healthy in a different way? Can you view exercise in a different way? You know, if you view healthy eating or exercise in a negative light as this like thing you should do, but it's not fun, it's real disciplined, what do you think the odds are that you're going to do that? What if you saw exercise instead as a way to de-stress, a way to, for you to have you time? I've heard it used as a way to give your brain an endorphin bath. What if you did it for mental health? What if you leaned into exercising because you actually enjoyed it and you took that on as your new perception of exercise? What if you viewed healthier eating habits as self-care, as a way to help you feel vibrant, as being something that is indulgent and delicious? And I could talk about reframing all day, but realize that change takes time. You know, if you have any intention or desire to change, go into it with the expectations that change takes time. It's not going to be something that always feels comfortable or natural to you. You're going to have to push past resistance at times, and you're probably going to fail in some kind of way. But failure is just inevitable and part of the growth process. Go into it expecting to fail in some kind of way. There's so much more I can talk about when it comes to change, but this has already gotten fairly long, so I'll touch on the other aspects in future episodes. But if you take anything away from this episode, let it be, yes, you can change. And the best catalyst for change is believing that you can change. That's the first vital step. Doesn't mean you're going to believe it all the time. It may not be a deep-rooted belief. Might be something that you have to remind yourself. But come back to that belief. Know that you can change. You can get to where you want to go. This is the type of stuff that I think is just really, truly transformational. This is such a foundation of what I work on with people in my own coaching, because I believe this really helps get to the actual root of change. And I think it can positively impact people in every aspect of their life, not just health and fitness. I really believe if you work on changing the thoughts that go through your mind, changing your mindset and your perspectives, it can really change your whole life. And it can do so because it has such an impact on how you feel and what you do. So if this is something that you're interested in working on, specifically in the realm of changing your lifestyle and behaviors around nutrition, health, and fitness, I am taking on one-on-one nutrition coaching clients in the new year. That being said, I really hope that you enjoyed the show. I really hope it provided some new insights for you. I hope it gets you thinking about looking at things in new ways. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode and if it helped you in any kind of way. If you enjoyed the episode, share it on Instagram. I would love to hear what you have to say or share it with any friends that you think might enjoy it or get some benefit out of it. And if you want to connect with me, I'll put how to do so in the show notes. I hope you have a great day and I will see you in the next episode.